Well, hello and welcome back to Notes from the Island, brought to you by River Island, your one-stop shop on all things fashion, life and everything in between. Everything. And we'll be spilling the tea on what's hot right now. This is the show that's powered by your voice notes, solving your fashion queries one message at a time. How has your week been, James? My week has been existentially queer. Is that the right word? It's been so fabulous. I went to Rob Madge's new show in the West End this week called My Sons Are Queer, But What Can You Do? And it's all about Rob's journey growing up different and they recreate their Disney parade that they once did in their lounge when they were like five years old and it is so cute. I saw them in Edinburgh and the costumes, fantastic. My favourite was, I think it was the Belle costume that was almost like made out of like carrier bags at the bottom and they could have quite easily got like proper high-end fancy costumes but they've kept that homemade feel to it and it's fantastic so if you get a chance see it and definitely follow rob on tiktok what have we got coming up in the show then james well as we head into festive season for real real we're going to be sharing some tips on how to be the ultimate gift buyer and we'll be hearing from fashion editor and writer lauren nicole on what they think makes a great gift plus we have another of your big questions where james and i do our best to advise a listener on a very difficult secret santa present there is one person in my secret santa and it's me job done (laughs) (laughs) plus we'll be discussing whether it's okay to re-gift something a close friend has bought you i mean it's basically recycling right sure lauren i am here for today's topic gifting what's on your wish list this year lauren i have got quite invested in getting my nails done something i've never done before until this year i've just got them done yesterday i will show you i don't know if you can see yeah kind of nice look like nice icy blue because we're getting into winter but i saw online one of these you can buy obviously the gel machines yourself and i thought maybe i could get the machine for christmas and teach myself to do my own nails really nicely and then it's one of those two-in-one presents where yeah it's a gift for me but i could learn something from it that's such a good point. I can imagine you with your own nail salon. It means if anything ever goes like wrong, say if I am really good at it, I'm like, I can just be like, do any of my mates want to come and get their nails done? I have to confess that I have recently banned my mum from getting me clothes for Christmas. Have you? Why? She's completely banned from buying me any clothing because she just kept getting it so wrong. Oh, and no. it was becoming a bit awkward. I kept having to say, oh, it doesn't fit. And clearly it did fit. So. Yeah. It was obviously a lie. So I have just told her now, I'll I'll choose the clothes. I love the idea of you just going into the store, pointing at things, and then sort of leaving and going your separate ways as if it never happened. Oh, it's very Miranda Priestly. I just <laughs> I just place a hand on an item. Yeah. And I walk on. And I place another hand on an item. Oh, I walk on. Film. It's almost like she's not there. Like she's just behind me, like a private investigator. <laughs> <laughs> You need a system. What is the what's the worst item of clothing she ever got you? If she's listening, you you can just tune out to this bit. My mum thinks that as a ginger, I'll look really good in green, but I really don't like green that much. Yeah. So it was a green jumper, and it was it was really shapeless, and it was very oh. itchy. And was it giving off Tic Tac vibes? The green and the was orange. It triple threat, right? 
<laughs> gifts are always given with good intentions. And I think that's what mm. you've got to remember. No one's deliberately buying you a bad present. But somebody <laughs> got me a dress and I think I'd done that thing where I'd said, oh, I don't have anything new to wear. So they'd obviously heard that and been like, Aww. oh, we'll get us something to wear. But this dress, it had a very high neck. But because I'm short and quite petite, if I wear something like, like I'm aware I'm wearing a jumper with a high neck, but you know what I mean? I can balance it out with something on the bottom. But it just, it looked like this dress was eating us and it had no shape and it sort of like clung across my chest and made it look like I had like a uniboob sort of thing. <laughs> and as well, it was sort of a little bit sparkly, but not like in a nice sequiny in what I would call like a figure skater dress kind of way, you know, that wow. kind of... And knowing like, you feel, and when it's the worst when someone buys you clothes and you know you don't like them and they go, oh, go try it on, go try it on. And you're like, but I'm so tired. Let me just sit here for a little bit. I love that. I feel hypocritical saying I don't like high neck things when I'm wearing a high neck jumper, but I think a jumper is different. But in a dress, because the dress was quite short as well, but the neck was high, it did look genuinely like the dress was just slowly going to eat my face. It sounds like a Venus flytrap. Because you feel obliged to then wear it when you're out with that person at some no, point. No, you don't. You have way too much guilt. That would I be think straight in the recycling bin. I regifted it. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> and I hope that person is not listening because they're probably thinking, I thought I never saw her in that dress. But I'm sure whoever got it looked beautiful in it. Well, it sounds like you've never seen them since. So they probably got eaten alive by said dress. <laughs> Okay, well, since this show is all about voice notes, I think it's about time we heard one. So here is fashion editor and model, Lauren Nicole. Hey, Lauren. Hey, James. I'm really excited to be talking with you about gifting. I'd probably say that my favourite thing that I've ever gifted someone was a gift that I gave a partner on Valentine's Day. So they absolutely love music and I gifted him a vinyl record player and his favourite album on vinyl. It was just really sweet. So I love that. I love being able to gift people things that they absolutely love. So if you are struggling to get a gift for that family member that is a bit tricky, who maybe kind of has everything already or you're just not entirely sure... I always feel like start thinking about what are the things that they love the most in the world? What are their hobbies? What are the places that they go to? What are the things that they listen to? All of that good stuff. Start thinking about that. And then from there, you can then start incorporating your gift giving. So if it's someone who really loves music, maybe thinking about what concert they'd like to go to. I do love to opt for experiences when I'm a little bit confused, but then if you've got someone in your life who's not an experienced person, then, okay, think about maybe the type of jewellery that they'd enjoy or beauty product. Maybe you've got a family member who absolutely loves makeup. Okay, what is the latest thing that's come out? What is something that you've seen on TikTok? that you're just like yeah they'll love this i relate very deeply to that about thinking about what will make a person happy like especially if it's someone you know well who you're buying you must know what their interests are and be able to find a little way into their heart through that 
That's the thing, actually. And I was just inspired. I mean, I was thinking about myself, typical. But listening to that, I was like, you know what? If someone just went through my Instagram and was like, what does he wear? Oh, he's always wearing a pearl. I wear a pearl in every single photo right now. And if someone just gifted me like a different set of pearls, I'd be so happy. That would be so thoughtful. So I guess that's something you could do with your friends. Especially if you're going down that fashion route of, I want to buy someone clothes. You do have to know their style and... The easiest way to do that, I do think, in the age of social media, have a little look, like you say, on Instagram and be like, oh, they're wearing that, they're wearing that. Oh, they like this colour. Oh, they wear a lot of that kind of thing. And that should take, hopefully, some of the the fear out of whether they like it or not. If you can see 11 pictures of them in a pink top, you're like, well, I'm sure if I buy them some form of pink top, right? they're not going to be mad. See, my mum would go, oh, he's already got enough pink. But actually, I want more pink because I love it. You can never have enough pink. My goal is to be one of those... Have you ever seen those like old ladies who dress entirely in one colour? Yes. Like, they hit a certain age and just go, I think that's what I want to progress to. So if people could just buy me maybe... I think lilac. I'm feeling lilac. I could if, see you as a lilac granny. I could be like the lilac lady. I think I might transition from pink to blue as I become more of a granddaddy. More of a yes. granddaddy, as if I'm already one. <laughs> granddaddy bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Beauty products are also great too because self-care is really important. So like a nice moisturizer or a bath product is a really perfect gift. Yes, I have been known to gift what I call a pamper hamper, which is going and getting like a few bath bombs and essentially a little build your own spa kits because as well you can tailor something like that to a budget. So if you don't have a lot to spend, you can do that quite cheaply and just buy a couple of things or you can like splash out on some fancier products if you're feeling it. I like how she mentioned doing something as well because it does make it an event and then, oh, this would be such a good idea. Say if you bought someone tickets to the theatre, you could then buy them like a nice bag, a new handbag to take, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or like if you're going on some kind of, you know, outdoorsy event, you could get them like a little hat and scarf that they can wear on that event. So like if you open the bag and inside the bag was an invitation to dinner. Or even if I opened the bag and inside the bag was a takeaway, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> now I'd still get the food, but don't have to go out. And I got a bag. This is, <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, so to recap, look for the key colours or materials in their social feed that they're loving. Maybe you can build your own pamper hamper, like Lauren suggested. And if you're gifting an experience, think about the perfect accompaniment to open on the day, like a new dress or a new handbag. Right, it is time to hear from you lovely lot and your big questions. Last week, we very effectively, in my opinion, helped Ashley with a party outfit for his big Australian leave and do. I think we understood the assignment and we got off to a good start. So this week, James, we're talking about gifts. So let's hear your dilemma. Hi, James and Lauren. My name's Rachel and I could definitely use your help with this. So our office go pretty big for Christmas and they're on it with the planning because they've just sent around the names for Secret Santa. And I've been given the guy I got with at our summer party. So it's just an awkward situation, really, because we haven't really spoken much since then. 
Um, and I mean, to be fair, if we do bump into each other at the office, I guess it's a little bit flirty. Um, but otherwise, it's just weird, awkward, small talk. And to to be honest, I do still fancy him a bit. So I'm trying to think of a present I could get him that could maybe let him know that or even prompt another cheeky kiss at the Christmas party. But I just have no idea what to get. <gasps> okay, I've got the perfect idea. How about you buy him a scarf and on the scarf, you attach a little note that says, feel me, do I feel like girlfriend material? <laughs> See, yours is a very different instinct. I mean, my instinct would be just to change jobs. No, that would be, what? I would just, that's like, <laughs> as, as such an awkward person, that would send me into such a spiral. I think I would just be like, I quit. Uh, you who, can't. Who needs a job? <laughs> oh, but it's only a secret Santa. Uh, I think what I would do, because as well, secret Santas normally have a budget, don't they? Like a, they do. A price we don't budget. know the budget here. So say if the budget was like £20, I don't know if this is just indicative of me being a bad person, but I would take that £20, put £15 of it towards me getting something really nice to wear for the Christmas party to like dazzle him, mm. and then use the other £5 to get him a token gift. <laughs> but you could say, you could then, you could give him a picture of yourself and say, your gift is me. Exactly. So you could do both. You could just buy yourself a nice outfit but say that that was the gift to him. But also, don't. I know you said you might want to get another kiss at the Christmas party. No. No, don't. No? I don't think so. I think if he wanted you, he would have made an effort. Don't go running back. Find the fittest guy at the Christmas party. Give him the present. <gasps> yeah. Lauren, that's so and then toxic. Leave him, <laughs> leave him with nothing to open from the secret Santa. <laughs> No, I think yeah. I don't think we should be playing games. I think if you're into this guy, you should go for it. And if he then rejects you, at least you know. But if you're playing games, you'll never find out if he's the one. But let's just say for Devil's Advocate that she yeah. definitely wants to make a thing happen with this guy. Okay. What would your advice then be? I'm on board. <laughs> so if she definitely wanted to make a thing, or if even just wanted to make... Let's let's even just make amends because I know she said it was awkward. So maybe even if we're just thinking of a gift to remove that awkwardness, so we can go back mm. to just being platonic colleagues. I know you you said a, a scarf and stitch the girlfriend, but I think something like a hat and scarf is quite nice because it's very sort of like it's not too flirty, but it's practical, but not practical in a boring way. And you can get them something quite snuggly and something quite cute. Right. I think that is quite a nice. And it sort of says that you care, but you don't care too much. Because, exactly. There's thought like, you're put into it. You're not inviting him into your house to make him warm, but you're giving him yes. the means to make himself warm outside. Exactly. It's like, I'm not going to buy you a pair of sunglasses for Christmas. That shows a complete lack of any form of sense. But like, mm, it's Christmas. It's cold. You don't have a girlfriend to keep you warm. So until you do, and maybe that's me, have a little hat and scarf. Love it. Oh, if she just genuinely wanted to maybe try and make a go of it, she could get him a hat and scarf, not tell him that she was the secret Santa, because obviously that's the point of secret Santa. She could get like a matching version <gasps> of the hat and scarf. And then in the office, that's a conversation starter. Get rid of the <laughs> awkwardness. Bond over the fact you've got a similar hat and scarf. Five years time, you'll be writing in to tell us you're married and your first child is called Scarf. <laughs> that's how i see this going that's such a great gender neutral name for a child yeah baby scarf 
the thing is that men are just very difficult to buy for i find and you know they fall into one of two categories super easy or absolutely impossible which is also true of my love life and i wonder if maybe a good a good idea for like a gift for a guy is a wash bag because we don't often know where to stick our stuff and having a wash bag is is great especially if they go to the gym it just makes things a lot easier and it's like a nice way of carrying your things around and you could also stick in a bit like your pamper hamper idea you could kind of put some male skincare products in the wash bag as well i think as well the the budget is a really important thing to consider and stick into the budget because i don't know if you've ever had this in a work secret center because i definitely have where the budget is like a tenner and someone comes in clearly having spent a load more and it's like now now everyone feels bad and ultimately the person who got you a gift feels bad because yeah they didn't spend that much so i think make sure you stick to your budget speaking of like getting a wash bag i genuinely think as well like a hold all is quite idea or some kind of especially you know a bag to bring your stuff to work no no one brings a, a briefcase to this so maybe a nice cool bag that they could bring their work stuff in or maybe that they could go on a little a little staycation with, possibly with a, a new girlfriend who also works in the I office. I really like that. And actually, it does look super smart. I like it when I see guys at the gym who have a hold all. There's mm-hmm. always like, a, there's always the hold all guy. And I always think he's just got his light, he's got his stuff together. Do you know what That's I'm saying? Exactly. Because I am a woman who never has a bag. I'm not one of those women who has a bag and has everything they need. You'll just see me just carrying armfuls of things. So when I see a man with a really nice, like, hold-all bag, I think, oh, look at all the space you've got to put your things. And maybe, maybe you have space for my heart in there too. Oh, maybe. <laughs> so, to, to sum up all our advice there, I think, depending on the Secret Santa budget... Maybe a hat and a scarf, something cosy, something practical, something that shows you care. Maybe a hold-all. Put his life together, get his life together, and put your heart in his hold-all. Which I thought in my head sounded really romantic, and now I've realised sounds serial killer vibes. It, it sounds a bit <laughs> Netflix, doesn't it? Netflix yeah. after 10pm when you're on your own. Anyway, good luck, Rachel. We hope you find something. Let us know how you get on. Send us another voice note. And now it's over to you. If you want to be on next week's show, send your fashion queries to us on WhatsApp on 077-113-855-26. That's 077-113-855-26. Or you can check the show notes for all the info. It's that part of the show again where Lauren Statterson comes out to play and hits us with some cold, hard facts. So I want to know, what are the most common lies that people tell around Christmas? Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. It's just what I've always wanted. <laughs> I didn't mean to kiss them. They just kissed me. <laughs> it, was, it was an accident. And if you're wondering... Do you have a source for this, Lauren? Fake news? I do have a source. It's according to finder.com. I'm not going to give you the percentage. I'm going to ask you to guess. What percent of people do you think have been given something that they already owned but pretended they didn't? Oh, I think at least 60 to 70%. See, I would have gone high as well, but 22% have admitted that they've been gifted something they already had. There's either a lot of honest people who tell people, oh, no, I've already got that, or there's a lot of liars who aren't admitting. (laughs) Yeah, this happens to me mostly with cards, actually. In fact, one year I got the same card I got from my mum for a second year in a row. 
So the next most common untruth was people spending more than they could afford on Christmas presents, but keeping that a secret. Uh, how many how many percentage of people do you think have done that? I'm going to go a bit lower on my guess, but I reckon around 50%. Oh, lower again. One in five. So that's 19% of Brits have spent more than they could really afford and then kept kept dumb interesting it is easy to get carried away and i think especially i don't obviously everyone's circumstances are different but i've been with people before where we've set like a price limit of what we will spend on each other yeah and it's so easy to get carried away and think oh well i've already spent everything but i really like that and it's only an extra tenner and then you see something else that's only an extra fiver And then before you know it, you've gone overboard. Absolutely. And what percentage of people do you think have gifted something that they already owned but claimed it was new? So re-gifting the Christmas candle. Yes. The classic Christmas candle. I'd say 80% of British people do this. See, again, we're very in tune, James. I would have gone high with this and I swear people aren't being honest because apparently only 15% at one five. What? have gifted something. That's not true. I think every secret Santa present I ever got, I have re-gifted. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what it's for? I thought exactly. that was the whole point. <laughs> the whole point of a secret Santa is to provide you with a gift to give to somebody else. Yeah, and those gifts get recycled around the world over and over and over again. I think it must have eventually made its way to my sister, and then maybe a year later, I got it again off her, and I was like, you've... You've lost track of the process here because <laughs> yeah, you need to make notes. I've got a whole Excel spreadsheet. You got that from me. You can't thing. pass it. We can't just pass each other this smelly set back from yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is recycling though, as I said, which is good for the environment. So really, it's the perfect lie. Right, each week our celebrity guest is going to tell us what they're loving and so right now we welcome back Lauren Nicole. So the things that I'm loving at the moment is definitely statement coats. Coats are a really good gift I think, especially if it's like around Christmas time. Everyone needs a good coat. The next thing that I'm loving is fragrance. So whether you want to go for something that's a little bit more like an oud or something that's quite classic or floral, a scent is always perfect whether you actually go for their usual scent because you can never have enough of your signature scent or whether it's a case of buying them something that is completely new and something that you think would very much be them i love that as a gift so those are the two things that i'm loving right now and that i will definitely be incorporating into my gift giving this season i am a very recent winter coat convert And I know that makes me sound like a northern stereotype, but I've never really been one for a winter coat, but I've treated myself this year to a nice, like, nice puffer coat, and I love it. You've never owned a coat before? Not like a proper... (laughs) I I had one a couple of years ago, which I sort of kept for years, and I was like, this can just be my forever winter coat, but it kind of wasn't like the hood kept falling down it was one of those where anytime there was a slight breeze your hood would go flying backwards and it was too puffy and it was very red and I was starting to worry I looked like a bit of a tomato so that's what I did this year I was like I'm gonna if there's one thing I think you can invest in it's a winter coat and I love it you're so amazingly northern I love you <laughs> I'm um I'm really struggling with my coat vibe at the moment because it's far too warm and it's not cold enough yet to be wearing that so i'm yes. in the market for a nice 
thin winter coat that I can layer up with loads of other lovely, like warm exactly. things if I need to. So that's what I'm looking for for Christmas. Just a big hint to anyone listening. Um, but planning is essential for gift giving because last minute gift buying is always oh such never a leave it last minute. Never leave. I used to work in a shop. And you would see just people frantically coming in on Christmas Eve. And I'd think, why have you done this to yourself? Like, I know sometimes people are pressed for time and the only time they can shop is Christmas Eve. That's me. But if you have the time, get it done. I am a Christmas Eve shopper. And are you? Sometimes it's really good because it's actually, it can be quite quiet. I know that's shocking, but a lot of people don't leave it that late and they expect it to be jingle all the way craziness and it just isn't. So I do sometimes like a Christmas Eve shop, but mostly for the like trinkets, the little bits that you're getting people on top. If you're getting big items for people, it's definitely better to forward plan. I try it forward plan and as well, I think this is a tip I've actually stolen off my dad. So my dad throughout the year, if my mom mention something even just in passing he'll jot it down so as it comes into sort of christmas season he's already got a rough list of things that she's mentioned throughout the year and obviously if it's if it's stuff she's already bought he's like all right i don't have to get her that she's got that but it gives him sort of a starting point so So now i very much do that i'm like i'll keep my little ears out and if i hear someone say oh i could really do with this i could really do with that i think jot that down because it'll come in handy in November when I'm stood in town panicking. I'll be like, what did they say they want? And then you literally have it verbatim because you know they've said they want it. Maybe your dad could do with a statement coat as well this Christmas. How do you feel about that? I could imagine him in quite a statement coat. Absolutely. I'm really into it at the minute. I did this. I haven't bought this one, but I could see you in a coat like this, like a teddy coat. Okay. I think they look so warm and cosy. Anytime I see someone in a teddy coat, I kind of just want to go up and be like, can I have a hug? The teddy vibe is very me, actually. I have a pink teddy cardigan, which is just perfect. And everyone always comments on it when I'm out and about. So I could definitely be in the market for a teddy coat. Well, that ticks all the boxes because like big trends at the minute are like bright colours, tick, pink, teddy, tick, sorted. You're bang on trend, James. And going back to what Lauren was saying a minute ago in her voice note, fragrance is also just perfect, especially for making memories. And I don't think you can ever really have too many fragrances. I love a smell. It can remind you of people and places. And also, how great do you feel when someone comes up to you and says, oh, you smell really good? Yes, absolutely. I had a perfume that I bought on the way to Australia. I was going to do the Australian comedy festivals. And now any time I put that perfume on, it just takes me back to Australia and I always get this little moment of being like I'm in Melbourne and then I look out the window and it's raining in Newcastle and I'm like oh, not quite not quite but in my head I'm in Australia <laughs> here's a top tip though keep them out of sunlight or keep them in their original box to stop them from degrading too quickly and don't forget there are unisex fragrances available too yes and I think that's such a good thing to have in as you know like an emergency present have you ever had that where someone gets you a present and you weren't expecting them to so having something like a unisex fragrance in it's kind of a real i don't want to say easy but you know quite a crowd pleaser because you're like right okay it's always good to have an emergency gift in the cupboard ready to go you need because there'll always be someone who you think i've not spoke to you in seven years but you've you've somehow got me a card and a present i really appreciate that but it's two days before christmas what do I get you? Unisex fragrance. Everyone likes to smell nice. Job done. 
That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us for episode two of Notes from the Island, brought to you by River Island. What have we learnt, Lauren? Well, I've learnt that a hat and a scarf could be the way to someone's heart. And I've learnt that even the most difficult person to buy for will have left small clues on their social media feeds. Next week, we are exfoliating away all the myths as we discuss beauty from self-care to skincare with makeup and skincare god, Sam Friedman. We absolutely love hearing from you. It gives us life. So keep an eye out on River Island socials for our big question requests so that you can get involved too. Remember to check out at River Island for extra bits, tricks and tips. You can find me at I'm James Barr. And I'm at Lauren Patson. Thanks so much to our producer, Matt Hill, and our executive producer, Emily Bryce Perkins at Rethink Audio. We love you. Bye. Bye.